podcast, the podcast dedicated to telling the story of Midland through the eyes of its employees. I'm your host, Jeremy Wiltz, and I'm excited to have Jenny Beaver, Director of Clinical Services here today uh, to talk about what led her to working at Midland and and why she likes to to be here and serve our patients each and every day. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you. So to start, could you just give us a little bit of background? Um, You have a very interesting nursing background that led you to the home health and hospice realm. So if you could kind of walk through what that what that looked like, that would be great. Yes. Um, My college career started at K-State with a marketing degree. Um, And that was something I was doing for several years in Kansas City. I was um, working there and kind of had an epiphany one day that I wanted to help people more than what I was doing. So I decided to change my career path and became a nurse. Um, Past life, past history, I was an ICU and trauma nurse. It still feeds my soul and the adrenaline of it all. Um, And I actually then um, left the ICU and transitioned into marketing and sales for a home health and hospice company. And that kind of took my career into this realm. Awesome. Thank you. And then um, for those of you that don't know, I actually got to work with Jenny for a few (laughs) years and got to hire her um, while she was pregnant with twins um, and got to experience COVID home health, uh, with her. So we've, we've been through, uh, several transitions together, including the transition over, uh, to Midland care. Um, could you just kind of go for people that don't know, go into a little bit of detail of what that transition kind of consisted of? Absolutely. That is a little bit of a different story of how I, and should I say we got here. Um, We, of course, had a choice, but it was St. Francis Home Health. Actually, they decided to close. Ardent decided to close the home health. And Midland graciously accepted any of us that wanted to come over, um, along with some of the patients we still had on service. Um, And I actually kind of went back and forth. Um, I had thought about going back to the ICU, um, as Jeremy mentioned. Um, I had recently had twin girls. And um, that led me to kind of determining what I wanted to do. Um, But truly, as I said before, Midland graciously accepted us. I did decide to come here. And honestly, I um, could have made a better decision. Coming here has been phenomenal. The people here, the leaders here, um, the teams I've been able to help be a part of and build um, have really kept me here. So as you as you think about your time at Midland, we've um, we've gone through several transitions together, like I like I said. And what about Midland through those transitions gave you that piece that made you want to stay here? Like you said, you went back and forth. What what separates Midland from the other opportunities that you had? Um, growth potential is always something I'm looking for. Um just the opportunity to provide support to people. I love the fact that Midland has so many um, lines of service that we can provide so much for so many different people. Um, I also truly appreciate, you know, I took a step down when I had the girls to come work at St. Francis and I have very much appreciated your leadership. I now am working under Marsha, her leadership um, and not only you two, but um, the organizational leadership. I do feel like um, I am heard people that I employ. Um, I feel like I can have a voice for them. Um, so, yeah. 
So as the director of clinical services, can you give us just kind of a little snapshot of the areas that you oversee and and what that looks like on a daily basis? Yes, I oversee hospice home care and home health. Um, everything from the clinical side to the operational sides, the financial side, intake referrals. Um, I oversee our office team members as well as our clinical team members. I supervise their supervisors. Um, bereavement as well is one of the departments. So um, that's something that um, it's a different world when it comes to thinking about hospice, but that um, post-mortem follow-up is really important for the bereaved, for the primary caregivers. Um, and that's something that I do think we need to emphasize more and more. Um, but I would say, yeah, a little bit of a snip is a little bit of all of the above. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's interesting timing and, and talking about bereavement. We actually just finished yesterday our, mm -hmm. our, our memory tree services in which we've invited, um, those who have had people pass away either this last year or for, for years previously to come and, during the holiday season, when when it can be tough to come and take a moment to remember their loved one. And for those of you on campus um, at Building A, there's also luminaries um, out that are lit every night um, in memory of those. Um, and also people that get ornaments to put on their tree to remember the loved ones they've lost. So um, super important. So you oversee so many people. I'm sure there's lots of stories that you could tell of both um, of both patients and employees that um, really exemplify the, the values of Midland. But could you just, if there's one that kind of sticks out, let us hear a little bit about what do you see on a daily basis that you really feel like um, leads people towards Midland's mission? So initially I was over the home health department only. Um, and then I have had the opportunity to fill in as the interim hospice director um, and I did go back and forth a little bit of, did I want to keep hospice as well? I can't truly at this point imagine a life without hospice now. Um, but one thing that I saw very early on in my supervision over hospice was we had a situation that could have been really, really tough for not only staff, but for the patient's family as well. Um, it was a very difficult time. The patient actually was starting to actively pass away. Um, the nurse case manager was there and within and she needed help. So she posted on our um, group messaging platform that she needed help. And within two minutes, another nurse said, I'm on my way. Within three minutes, a social worker said, I'm on my way. And within less than five minutes, a chaplain said, I'm coming. I'll be there. So that was something that was just amazing to see. Not only were we going to help the nurse, but the staff was going to be supportive for not only the patient, but for the family. And that's truly, you know, part of hospice. We are, of course, there for the patient we have on services, but we are there for the family. We are there to provide the support for anyone that needs it during that time. And for being, you know, what could have been a very, very difficult situation, we, the family actually sent us a card later after the fact and just raved about how much support they had and all hand, all the hands they felt over them that were taking care of them during that time. So, that yeah, I think that's a, that's an awesome story to demonstrate the, the teamwork approach of, of the departments that you manage when you're managing departments that are in the home and are, are really trying to give that comfort and support to, to family members, to have that team that steps alongside you and that, 
in that time is really awesome. Um, so what excites you about the future of Midland? What things do you feel like are going on that, that gets you excited about where we're heading? I feel like that's something that came up when we did our Clifton strengths, um, to talk about the feels and all the good things that Midland does. Um, but also to talk about, you know, one of my top five is what yours was competition. Um, and I think the growth is something that's very exciting. And there are several factors that go into that. Not only is it the competition side, but we get to care for more people. Um, we have seen exponential growth in hospice um, over the last several months, last year, um, we've started community care hospice, and I've been lucky to be involved in a lot of that, um, a lot of behind the scenes of community care hospice. But um, really and truly, I mean, meal, looking at Meals on Wheels, looking at our expansion into Kansas City, the pace expansions, it is truly exciting just to see how much we can touch more people's lives. You know, just that many more people, that many more family members. I don't know how many times I have heard, you know, I don't know what I would do without you guys. You guys have changed, you know, my life or my loved one's life or, um, you know, a family member's life. And I would say that's one of the most exciting things to see is not only can we take care of the people we've been caring for, but we can continue to grow and expand and take care of more people. And I think that is, that's a very exciting thing. And we are actually kind of an anomaly in the post-acute care world. Cause you, you talk to other leaders in home health and the hospice um, and, and their growth is not, it's not large. It's, mm -hmm. it's a small amount of growth each year. And so to be growing at the rate we are and being able to serve that many people um, is, is truly something that's special. So to end the podcast each time, I, I like to throw something a little bit more fun in um, that um, I didn't warn you about before we started. <laughs> so, um, so the last question for you is just to get to know you a little bit better. When you were a kid, what was your dream job? What did you want to be when you grew up? Was it a, a director of clinical services from the time you were three? How did you know? <laughs> um, no, I, my mom was a teacher and I played teacher all the time. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, um, till about high school. And then I really saw what it was involved in being a teacher and everything my mom did and outside of teaching, um, did I, you know, even expect to be where I, where I am, you know, 10 years ago when I started my nursing degree, um, was I expecting to be in home care or hospice or home health? No. Um, you know, really I, that was one thing that it took me a while to say yes to a position. Um, I had several offered that, you know, I turned down when I was in the ICU and I thought that's what I wanted to do forever. But, um, you know, just some personal experiences I've had too, and just the value of providing care in the home is, um, you know, something that you just can't really compare to. It's totally unique. It's so different, um, than a hospital setting than any other setting, but here I am and I'm loving it. <laughs> well, we are glad that you are a leader in Midland and thank we you. thank you for everything that you do for our patients each and every day. And uh, for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in and we will be with you for another episode in the near future. Mm -hmm.